Welcome to the True Colors Podcast, where we share our views on life, relationships, and culture, exploring big questions and providing simple answers to them with your hosts, Jay Claire and Sally Oliver. Welcome to True Colors. Represent. <laughs> G'day, Jay. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm actually really good. I'm really really good. I'm having a cracker room for a week. Mm, me too. I, I I just had a really good day today. I realised this morning that well, someone reminded me. I love the place that I work at. To be honest with you, um, it's hard to explain how much I enjoy working with these people. Um, this morning it was it is my one year anniversary working there. Oh, cool! Uh, and, Happy Easter. And Dad, yeah, it's a it's a milestone for me, really making it feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is that's like uh, a fifty year anniversary for you. That's yeah. quite an achievement. And on our daily um, catch ups, we do daily catch ups with the full team, see how everyone's going, check in, rate your day, what are you what are you uh, uh, grateful for? And Linda, one of our directors, was like. I'm grateful for Jay being on our team and it just was like oh. sincere and it was really nice to hear and um, yeah, props oh. to the probably, uh, not probably, props to the best place I've ever worked at. Yeah, by far. Hey, by, that by is far. that is a statement and I feel the same about my job at the moment. My mm. job is like phenomenal. My kids are phenomenal. Um, um, investing in the lives of teenagers. I, I would have never have thought I'd have landed a role like this, but I have. I've kind of take, taken the scenic route. Um, but best job ever. Like, That's best good. job ever. They make me so happy. And similarly, like, they just – like, I had, I had um, lunch with one of, one of the kids' mums today. <laughs> And the mum said that she told her daughter that she was having lunch with me. And the daughter was like, oh, mum, please, can I have the day off, please? Can I please come and see Sally? I was like, oh, my gosh. And another one said that, like, it's the highlight of their, you know, their youth experience that I'm there. And, like, just that beautiful feedback. And I, I would assume your experience is exactly the same as mine in that we don't try to be we're very sincere people like we just we are who we are and so and the when, weirdest you get, part, uh, the, when you get gonna... that kind of feedback when you get such strong pos- positive feedback for being just the person you are that's yeah. that's amazing yeah yeah like it's uh, I, I feel for the first time in a very long time that people just accept me for who i am <laughs> Like it's, it's a hard oh, thing to kind of explain. Like they make so fun many, of it so and many, stuff. So many people already did though. Yeah, yeah, but they, but like when you start, when you get to the point where people are actively making fun of your bad traits in a good way, oh, it's, it's, it's a very hey. That's when you know someone loves you. Yeah, when like someone when because that's a very brotherly, sisterly kind of. That's a really family type kind of love when you can bag someone out for something, you know, and, but you love it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I've like this, we, uh, we bag, we bag Matt, my husband, the kid's dad, we, we bag him for his humor. 
We're like, bro, you're not funny. But we love that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have this thing where I think you, you know I really like you when I give you shit in a specific oh, way. That is that is the mark. And it, and it's not it's not um it's not cutting in any way. It's a real you know, you do this, it's hysterical but never change. <laughs> right? That's when you know, you know what? You and me we're friends for life. Mm. It's such a, the best feeling. I love friendship, Jason. Can I just say that? Oh, yeah, me too. I, like, I, love I love friendship. Like- yeah, it's we're a very lovers. Thing you and I are met. such. We're such lovers. We love family. We love friends. Like I'm just in my own little la la love land, and I'm not coming out. Right. Yeah, friendships are good. Um, that's a good way to start the show. Seeing as we got yes. like a couple of interesting topics to talk about, what are we gonna we hit first? We we do well. We've just established that we love friendships, right? We love people, we love relationship, we value that. But then there are things that we don't really value, mm. right? And I was just driving along the other day and I'm, you know, mulling over topics to, to hit on our cast. And I thought, oh, you know, it'd be a really good topic if Jason and I discussed <laughs> the things we need to let go of, just, <laughs> the things we need to make peace with. Right? Because yeah. we, we, you and I, we are lovers, but we have very strong opinions about certain things that we're just like, yes. oh, that's... What's the word that they use for that? They're very... Um, enth- no, is it enthusiastic or... Uh, passionate. 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 <laughs> Passionate's overused. We need a whole, a whole episode on find another word. There is other yeah. words for passionate. Like yeah, there are I, other words for authentic. Please stop overusing buzzwords. There's a word that, that that has buzzed in that buzz that has fallen into my vernacular. Yeah. Um, Your rhetoric. It's, it's saying ultimately it's the worst. I blame my work for it. I haven't so, noticed, but if I pick you up on it. So the way that you we, have that habit. That, the, the way that that is used now for me is um, I'm reading this book, but ultimately, ultimately <laughs> it's the worst. Ultimate. <laughs> it's ultimately the worst, Jason. Ultimately. ultimately. So I think, you know, like, okay, I'll get the ball rolling. There are certain things that annoy me and I'm just like, that is so wrong, but I need to make my peace with it. And it's sort of like, you know, um, What's your number one? Number one, let it go topic. Number thing. one, let it go. I don't know if it's num. I don't think I, I don't know that it's my number one, but it's the first thing that came to my mind, right? And I thought to myself, yeah, I need to let that go because staying angry about that really doesn't serve much purpose. What is what is it? It is people that you let in, like you're driving, you let them in, and they don't wave. <laughs> The non-return wave you get. The non-return wave, yeah, or if they make if, if they make a mistake, if they do something wrong on the road and it's their error, but take there's no accountability. You know I'm like, yeah. I get road ragey. The kids are like, no, oh, you know what it is? It's epigenetics. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Puritans are a very passionate. We're ultimately, <laughs> we're ultimately a very passionate people. Ultimately. Ultimately. So there's that. But on a more serious note, like I was like, okay, come on, Sal, you got to bring a bit of perspective to the table. So they're not gonna. They, you don't know this person. Why are you so mad at them? Let it go. They might go, have seen you. Go. Hey. They may have just been like, oh, this person's nice. Yeah, totally. And I'm behind the wheel, just like mm. what? He's a new rule out over that it. will that will blow your mind. It's very simple and a very effective to use and that's purely to uh when you do something uh, a courtesy or a good don't expect anything in return right see i'm expecting the return mm. yeah but that speaks more about my problems because you know i i want yeah yeah i, I know what that is it's judgment but another thing another thing i really need to let go of and if you've got kids, like there at some point you need to let go of, there's going to be mess in the house. <laughs> yeah. Now, I say that because I need order to think. I actually can't think straight when there's stuff everywhere. But if you've got kids. Let's take it on. All right. So, so they're my kind of things. Uh, body image would probably be another one uh, as I'm getting, oh, as I'm aging, Jason, mm. I'm widening somewhat. <laughs> I'm getting wider. Widening has been my whole life, most of it. So. Right. And I need to let that go. I need to bring, again, some perspectives. Hey, you know what? You can walk. You can talk. You're okay. You might be a little bit more round than you used to be, but you know what? perspective so there's things we need to let go of yeah so i'm I've interested just... about like what do you need to let go of jason what's something well, that you're, that you're hanging on to that really is taking up too much headspace and heart space uh, ultimately <laughs> ultimately mm. ultimately <laughs> i think uh i Mm, it's tough, I think, actually. I think you've got rid of a lot of anger since we were younger. You're a lot yeah. less angry than what you... <laughs> <laughs> I've let a lot of stuff go. I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> that person isn't just going to be that. Um, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't have a need to let anything go. Of course you do. We all do. There's got to be something. Maybe food. Ah! <laughs> No, you can't like. <laughs> it's the type of food. Mm. That's that's the tricky bit. We need to eat. We were created to eat, but it's the food. I'm actually <laughs> thinking of purchasing a thermomix this, this, just so I can like eat completely whole food all the time. If I was gonna say something about letting it go, it would be probably. Um, maybe expectations. Oh, see, told you there's something. Right. Break that down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's similar to that thing that I said to you before, like the do gratitude, the, um, 
if you do something good for someone, don't expect anything in return. Mm. So you even place expectations on so many things, not just like a reciprocal thing, just expectations for life, expectations for yep. your career. Expect- yep. So I think you, these expectations are almost limiting in itself as well. Oh, um, almost. Expectations so, are... <laughs> So, yeah, every – so – out, out of perspective. I'm sorry, you go. Yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, it's something that I probably need to get a lot better at um, because, I don't know, you know, you just got to go for whatever you can and if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I think that's the key is um, not to have expectations but at least try or something like that. Oh, that for sure. Sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that people who have, like, uh, expectations are good. I think, you know, the intention of having good expectation, um, the intention behind having high expectations is that you want to achieve excellence. I think that's a good thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's when the expectation's distorted and it's unrealistic and mm. then we beat ourselves up over that, like, my expectation is to be, you know, a size eight again. And I'm like, come on, man. And it's like, well, am I setting myself up for success or for failure? So if you're setting yourself up, if you're put, placing this unrealistic expectation on yourself and you're setting your, yourself up for failure, well, that's not a good thing. Similarly, when we place those expectations on others, mm. you know, when we project those sort of those unrealistic standards on others, like that, that damages relationship because it's so much more um, opportunity for offense because you're like, you didn't meet this standard. And it's like, well, was it a realistic standard in the first place or is the person just a human? And I think, I think if we have these unrealistic expectations of people, you can guarantee, guarantee that at some point you will be disappointed. <laughs> it's true. That is Very absolutely, true. if you place those sort of ex- expectations on yourself and on others, distorted ones, I'm not talking about boundaries. That's a whole other discussion. I'm talking about expectations that are really, you know, edging toward. And an example of that is I'm, I'm sure over the 20 years or so that we've known each other that we may have disappointed each other in one way or another, but I can't really think of anything. Yeah, we have a bit of a different relationship. Like our relationship, we just get it all out there right there and then. Mm. Like we call each other out pretty quickly. So we we have a bit of a, a different relationship and our culture is that. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> You just blurt it. You just blurt it. So we get that about each other, right? But I'm talking just other people Mm. at one, at one, like I know I can, I can say I won't, but there, you know, an expectation I put on someone that, you know, could have had really bad consequences. Glory be to God, it didn't. And that relationship salvaged, but, and I can think of others as well where I'd just be like, oh, you you should have acted like this. You should have done this. Like, how could you not? And then when you come away, you go, well, because they're a human and they're uh, going to get it wrong just like I will. What's it saying? Different horses for different courses or whatever it is? 
Horses for courses. Horses for courses, yeah. So, yeah, letting it go. What else? Um, Probably um, it's not that I care about what people think. I've never really, really cared to an extent, but more that um, it's extremely difficult to change people's minds. (laughs) Oh, we, we can't and we don't have the right to. No. We don't like, have the I right don't. to. Like, do you, would, would neither of us would appreciate it if someone was trying to change our minds. We'd be like, dude, back up. Mm. Like, if you want to have a conversation about something, that's cool, but don't try and change my mind about anything because you will fail. I will just like, <laughs> I'll just wall up straight away. <laughs> just be quiet. Yeah. So the, I think the rule of thumb there is some, if someone believes in something, just let it go you need to let it go you need to go elsa on that thing and let it go well political correctness jason do we need to let that go i if we do i can't see it us letting it go in the near future <laughs> no 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 let me rephrase that not political correctness Political correctness, madness, as you put it. I like that. PC madness. Yeah, it's like a um, an extreme political correctness. So where give us some examples. It even encapsulates right? sort of revisionist history and stuff like that, where people have this I don't know weird thing that they need to bear the brunt of past sins that mm-hmm. you had nothing to do with. And I think it's what's driving most things. So and in most cases right now, the hot political correct topics are obviously Black Lives Matter. So anything to do with race, um, gender, gender. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, transgender. Talk about a big topic. Um, and... and uh, yeah, they're probably the, the main ones. They're huge. Yeah. Just just right there, that's huge. Hmm. And I, I think I think that the political correctness, I think it's coming from a good place. I think it's it, the intention is that everyone feels included, everyone feels part of the you know, everyone feels like they've got a place at the table. Um so I, I believe the spirit of political correctness is a good thing. But when you're telling me that the Cocoa Pops guy. The monkey. The monkey is on its way out. I'm like, come on, back up. What are you talking about? Could you please break it down for me about the monkey? Mm. And now Nathan. listeners, what, what's going on with the monkey? The Cocoa Pops monkey. Well... Apparently, some person decided that they would call Kellogg's out on it. Um, what? Because out on the, what? On the on the monkey, because they saw the monkey and were like, "What do you have?" Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even understand what the argument is. To be honest with you, it's just a monkey. Like, I know there's a connotation between uh, a racial slur to to compare black people to monkeys, but there's no comparison there. It's just a monkey. It's just a. 
It's a, just a got, monkey. They've got like a, a, a swag of animals they use in their packets, you know. So what about the it. what about the parrot for Fruit Loops? <laughs> that's, <laughs> like I would that's, never, I would never look at that monkey, and I am a person of color. I would never look at that monkey and go, you know what, that is so offensive. And speaking of political correctness, you did the perfect example of how language has changed. Person of colour. Like, that wasn't a term that existed no. 15 years ago. No. So, but then, no, no, yeah. And that's an example of political correctness. Is person of colour probably the right choice of words? I don't think so. You could just say you're brown. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but and I do. You know what the only one that does sound harsh for some reason? I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, so black people are black people, brown yeah. people, brown people. Yeah. But then when you go to Asian and you go uh, yellow. Why yellow? I I don't I don't understand where yellow came from at all. Mm. And Native yeah. Americans red. Why red? <laughs> so apparently redskins is on the out as well, right? With chicos. As well. Chico, what would you? What else? I love chicos, man. What else are you going to call it? So are, are they? How are they getting name changes? I don't know what the maybe name changes. I think that's what it is. I don't know. So that, is what Chico, I actually said. Chico, oh. even you said to me that Chico is the is a Spanish name for boy. Is that right? No, I did not tell you that. But <laughs> did you? Was that I in the think, article? Was that in the article? Did I, did I tell you I've been me? learning how to speak Spanish? Oh, side note. Una hamburguesa con carne <laughs> sin queso. You look Spanish when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just asked for? A hamburger with meat but without cheese. That is so weird. Um, I don't know how we got to burgers, man. Um, Chico, that's how we got there. So, yes, is that Chico? Chico, <laughs> is it called Chico? I thought it was a Chico, yeah. It's like the roll. It's not a, no, that's I C K O. This is a Chico, it's a short vowel. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, it's just another dumb thing associated. I think it's I think it's absolutely ridiculous, and I would yeah. never ever think that it was racist on any level. But I think what what these what companies and society is trying to do is just cover all bases because they don't want to offend anyone. But my question is, so where's the line? Well, this is the adding to that political correctness thing. I think it was only just a week or two weeks ago where it was TV shows. So, so there was that TV show, Little Britain, where one of the characters, because it's just a parody show, they do um, skits and they do different characters. They dress up, Little and one Britain of the characters, fantastic. And one of the, I think one of the characters they dress up as is a. A, a large black woman. <laughs> the, uh, gets... the, the yeah, the one that never that always shuts a shop early. Yeah. Oh, so this has come fly with me? <clears throat> or is it... Is that what it was? Oh, maybe she's on both. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, that is, I think, a Faulty Towers episode. And it's like, 
Yeah, what I don't get it. That was that's the history. If that is actually offending anyone, they're not. There's a difference between people don't understand. There's a difference between um, uh, making mockery and having fun. Like, you know, there's 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 a massive difference. It, there's a malice involved in mockery, I believe. Good. It's really good. Um, yeah. Whereas like whereas making fun of is done in jest. It's making a joke. It's it's not putting someone down. Like things like stereotypes are hilarious because. They're stereotypes. Yeah. And like, it was like, even with Apu on Simpsons, they're like, oh, it's a terrible Indian stereotype. I'm like, what are you talking about? He is a great example of an Indian achieving. He went out and got his own business and he's running his own. What's wrong with that? And he's a great character. He's a great, like, I don't feel that they made fun of him at all. Mm. Yeah, so so it's... um, it's that it's that moment in time where people are trying to erase the way, you know, like a word um, we were talking about it earlier before we started, but like we decided that we would refer to it as the N word, right? Like so. Um, See, I wouldn't uh, use that word. You wouldn't in use conversa- that in, in like casual conversation, no. Yeah, neither would I. Yeah, I, I, I'd have no need no need to use it, and I don't understand. I don't understand the, the notion of using it between the culture as well. It makes no sense to me. I find that odd right. as like as like a, a mate, like a mate word, mm. you know. So, you know, if it's a, you know, it's like yeah. there's that bit that um, Ronnie Cheng, the I think he's Singaporean but lived in Australia. He's a comedian. He's like it's as if like a and excuse me, this is a joke. Remember me repeating someone else. Ronnie Ching tells the joke of like, it'd be like, you know, we, you know, if we were as cool as like black people, we'd be walking around to our fellow Asians going, yo, what's up, chink? <laughs> <laughs> if we were as cool as black people. <laughs> yeah. There's just like this like organic cool about black people, right? They're like just automatically cool. They've just got like, they're just already up on the cool. Yeah. And. Ladder. and, and- but the, and, and that's the thing. There's different kinds of black as well, right? Like mm. in in the Australian context, our community would be considered people of colour. You know, we're yeah. like from an African island, our people. So, mm. you know, but we're just a lot more blended than we are. Uh, we're very blended. Other other African nations, we got a bit of bit of black, a bit of white, a bit of Indian, a bit of Chinese, a bit of European, whatever. Mm. We stay. Yeah a melting pot of culture. Yeah. And we are. Um, I think, I think that puts us in a, in a bizarrely really good position to talk about this stuff. Like it kind of, it kind of gives us a little bit of license, right? I think it does. Like, you, in you know, a way. I, I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like, you know, I look at it from like, you know, there's these people have this bizarre, like I, I, I wrote about it the other day, like, um, uh, white affluence shame, like it's mm. the idea of that. Um, you know, there's multi generations of people being successful, and then it's like the third or fourth generation who is just like hates capitalism and hates what the white person has done, and you know, but they haven't worked a day in their life. <laughs> you know, they come from like these families of well-to-do, so they're they're caught up in this whole massive cycle of white wealth if that's what you want to call it but yep. they hate themselves because they're there they're 
you know, their privilege and all of that stuff. And it's like it. it yeah, it, but see, that's not helpful either. That's that? just that, like that that um that attitude. Yeah. That belief. That's not helpful either. That's just all that's doing is perpetuating the hate. Like mm. you, what? Uh, yeah, I don't. And get, I feel like, like I, I feel like so many of these movements and so many of these um, yeah, movements are they're so hate driven. They're so they're so they're so hate driven. It's just like oh, I mean, what? What good does it serve just all of a sudden hating rich white people? Yeah. They're allowed to be rich. Yeah. Just like any and other person in the world is allowed to be rich. Like, we can't just hate on them because they've got money. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because someone succeeded. <laughs> because, they, because of the colour of their skin and they've got money. Because, hey, even if it was passed down from generation to – who cares? Mm. Enjoy. Mm. Like, what are you supposed yeah, to I, do? Yeah, this uh, it's like a it's like a like extreme jealousy kind of mm. like a cultural jealousy kind of thing. Um, you know, I like that idea of that. You know, we don't all start from the same place, but you know, we end up ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> we all yes. have the same. Op- we all have the same opportunity to achieve. Like anyone can do anything. No, that's wrong. No, no they it's can't. not. No, they can't. What, what? Anyone in the whole world? Yeah. So some some girl in uh, Africa somewhere or another or oh, some. No, like, I'm talk, sorry, I'm talking about Western nations. Oh, okay. People in Western nations. Oh, okay. Like, right. Like, okay. okay. You got it good. You should be thankful. Oh. Great. Yeah, I I have this horrible thing that I won't talk about but it's like a philosophical statement to say um you know if circumstances were changed um none of this bad stuff would have happened Mm -hmm. but you would be living here um what would you prefer like it's yeah (laughs) You, 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 you you learn to shut your mouth pretty quickly yeah, I know because it's like yeah. it's a it's a it's a true it's a it's a true statement, but it's yeah. extremely offensive. Yes, yes, and I try and keep myself in check as like more than everything because you know it's just age and maturity. I think like you just become more aware of things that you're complaining about, like ah uh, this pillow, oh this pillow is just too lumpy, you know, and you're like Sal. Let's just start. About. Let's just start with the fact that you've got a pillow and a warm bed to sleep in, and a clean pillowcase. Now, how lumpy is that pillow feeling to you now? Not too lumpy. You know what I mean? It's like little this... things like that. Like trying to find as many opportunities in my day as I possibly can to put myself in check and and cast some perspective on it, and to say I'm actually super blessed. Yeah, I like the the idea of, like, I don't think, like, people talk about things like privilege. I think privilege as a concept is um, destructive in in really looking at, at a macro level, like, people in our countries. I'm like, 
everyone here, I come from this perspective of everyone here has it extremely lucky. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of oppression you face. You still have it compared to anywhere else. Amazing. Like that's, I'm not saying whatever you, what hardships you're facing uh, in the context of your world, I get that that's harsh. But if you lay the world across that, then, you know, you've got it great. Oh. The greatest example I can give of that, of privilege, the, the, the most egregious privilege that we have as people is the simple act of going to the toilet mm. and shitting in absolutely clean water. Oh. Like there are places in the world and that yeah. don't have clean water. No. We get clean water and we shit in it. Yes. Yes. That is, that is I think, the, for me, the most ultimate example of privilege. That's how ridiculous some things are in context of the rest of the world, right? We, 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 we go once or twice a day to a place and we just decide to deface clean water. Yeah. It's madness when you think about it. Seriously. We are, we are super, super blessed. Super blessed. Thank you, dad. Yeah. How did we get there? Is that political correctness? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, privilege, the whole privilege thing, I don't know enough about it, to be mm. honest. And it's got a really basic idea of... of Whatever what your basic is. idea of it is, is fine, because that's right. what it is. Okay. You, literally, it's that you're white, you're better off than a um, anyone else. A white male has the best position to start from in the whole Western civilization, And I think that's an extremely judgmental and actually racist thing to say like it's you know no one is um no one chooses to be who they are they're just born that way um but question and, for and you, you, know, though. You, you know you know what else it also does it's racist from the point that it says already you're born and you're better than me yeah that's that's the point that i think oh, I it's, hor- it's, it's, it's horrible it's like you're saying my white privilege is like Fuck you and your white privilege. Mm. I'm the. Well, what's your? Why have you got so much more privilege than me? Like, yeah. that's. I think that's the difference between people who have a, a mindset of you know I'm empowered versus people who, unfortunately, have a. I hate to use the term, man, but like a victim mindset. Like, yeah, yeah. There's some people who have white privilege and go, yeah, you got it better than me because you're white. Whereas I'm like, I don't care. I don't think you got anything more than me. I can do whatever, you know, whatever I want to do. There's a massive. But you're, but you're still not, you're still not in a lower socioeconomic circumstance. There are, there are. I know that this. Uh, let's just take Australia for example. I know that there are plenty of opportunities here. Absolutely, hundred percent. But I, I do think it's harder in certain, in certain areas. I, I do. Because, because um, it's like the cycle kind of continues. You know, in social, in certain circumstances, yes, they could they could put their nose to the grind. They could get excellent marks. They could go to university, get a really top job, all of that. Yeah, the opportunity is there. But I would argue that in some communities, it's kind of like not 
the done thing. It's not the mm-hmm. done thing to succeed. That, um, that's not saying the opportunity is not there. Yes, the opportunity is there, but it's kind of like they're not the done thing. It's not the culture of those communities. No, that's, and that's where I said it. It 100% is, you know, it's uh, bringing back to the stuff that we were speaking about last week in regards to Black Lives Matters and we're talking about culture and you talked about epige- epigenetics and now we're talking about the cycle of poverty, whatever it might be. But I think what it comes down to is it's, it's a mindset thing. So if you think you are inferior, you will live oh, inferior. Um, whereas if, if you believe that you can achieve, you will achieve. Uh, Agreed. And- but what if you are a child in, in, that circum- in, in a less fortunate circumstance that has no model for that? Well, I would suggest that, um, you know, the reason why uh, an example that would be us as, as people, I don't think we grew up in exactly great neighbourhoods. Like we, uh, it was probably the lowest socioeconomic area yeah. of, you know, Melbourne. So, um, and, and, you know, unlike you, I had the, the uh, and I say this as a, not a, as a disparaging thing, but it's just the reality that I was lucky enough to grow up in a, um, what do you call it? Atomic, is it atomic family? What is that what you call it? Nuclear. Nuclear, atomic. <laughs> an ultimate, an ultimate family. <laughs> A nuclear family where, you know, you've got both. And apparently that is um, is one of the main contributors to success in life, apparently. Absolutely is like it is. Growing Absolutely up in it a, is. Uh, I, an I atomic it, family. I, I, I see it in my kids. Like, I see how they're probably not aware of it. They're probably too young to be aware of it now. But I see a security in them that I'd never had because my, my world was unstable. So then my inner world was unstable, right? But I see like my kids, they're just things that they do and their mannerisms and their conversations and things. I can see that even at a very young age, they have a security within them. And that is because they have two parents. Not saying that, you know, it always always have to be two parents. I'm not going down that bunny track, but I'm just saying, I'll put it this way. The environment, the environment is a safe environment. Cool. I don't even know how we got there, to be honest with you. Privilege does and it, stuff like that. Does it even matter? These no, are just really These are things that are important to us, Jay. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like I, I find this stuff extremely interesting stuff to talk about, but I think little people, little not little people, as in small people. But <laughs> that was one of the... <laughs> there are, there are you not were saying a lot of how people. it's gone from, from Negro to... No, from the N-word to Negro to African-American... To person of colour, and I've put here from dwarf to little person. Yeah. No, is little person? No, you don't say that, do you? It's called little person. Are you sure? That sounds a little bit condescending. I I would rather be called a dwarf than a little person any time. You know what my favourite one is? Is the one I recently told you about about fat, obese. Oh, come on. Yeah, go. Person of Size <laughs> is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Size, uh, I actually thought that the technical term about being like extremely overweight was like extremely disparaging. You yeah, so like you're morbidly obese, so you're so fat that you could die. Like it's such a horrible thing to say. It's like 
that's going there, isn't it? You're mm. you're not just obese. You're morbidly. Hang on. So no one ever, is no that, one, no that's one ever two different to, things, right? No one ever referred to a really heavy smoker as a, a you're you're a morbidly smoker. You know, <laughs> I think everyone that smokes is a morbidly smoker. Morbidly. So there's obese and then there's morbidly obese. Is that right? You're telling me. Mm. Yeah, it's it's because you know you know when you get to that part because they really rub it in like and you know how they do that through clothing. Clothing's the one that gets people. All right, you've got small to large. Yes. And anything after that, we're just adding X's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So like it's like when you get to the you know the yellow rack at Target Salster. I know that yellow rack too well, Jason. Yellow rack and like there's either like clothing for little people or like <laughs> or the XXXLs like, of our community. Five, there's five X's. <laughs> Nothing this, in between. You, you pull out the shirt and it's like a tent. Whenever I pull up those shirts, it makes me feel good about myself, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not too bad. Do you know what? It just it, it worries me that people who are morbidly obese, it's just so unhealthy. It's like, <laughs> it's it scares me. It's it's scary, like, the, the pressure that that must be putting on the organs. and It's not good. Oh. I think we should move to a few unpopular opinions, like storm, uh, like a fast round. All right, let's. All right, lightning round. I'm bad with my words tonight. Fast round. You know what? You've got a little baby. You're allowed right. to be bad with your words. Okay, unpopular opinion. Uh, tomato sauce should be kept in the fridge. I think so. True. Are you with the true? True, true or false? I'm saying true. Yeah, I'm down with that. I yeah, think so. I think so too. Uh, Coke tastes different uh, than a can poured over than poured over ice. So when you drink Coke Hang in on. a can, yeah, it tastes it's, different to when it's just poured in a glass in ice. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I do, and I, I'll I'll tell you something. Because my kids love apples cut up. They're like, oh, mum, can you? And I'm just like, just get, just wash it and just eat it. No, 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 can you cut up? And I, and I Googled it. And I was like, is it true that cut up apples like taste better? Than, and apparently a chemical is released when the steel hits the, the, um, the flesh, the flesh. Now, I don't know how much truth it, it, it seems like, you know, I was like, okay, maybe, but apparently a chemical's released that is not released if you just bite it. So if you take that theory, if the, if the Coke is in a can, like, I absolutely agree that things taste better in, 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 in different vessels. Like I wouldn't have wine in a mug. Yeah, it's not, something about it's something about mugs that changes the flavour of most things. Actually, yeah, I, I think it's because a mug is supposed to keep things warm. It's not supposed to, you're not supposed to drink cold things out of it. So mm. I'm going to say yes because I feel that the the vessel changes the taste. 
strawberries get more credit than they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> no, love a good strawberry, especially a good ripe one. Not a mouldy one, but a good ripe strawberry. And I love the way my kids smell when they've eaten strawberries. So they're, disagree. It's surprisingly actually not sweet. Like I don't find them to be sweet. It's a little bit of a bitterness there, Jay. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a, he's a very controversial one. Bring Vegetables it. are better than dessert. What? Who said that? <laughs> well, I guess it depends what vegetables and what dessert. Like if you're talking about like um, a, a Brussels sprout and a chocolate mousse versus uh, a tomato and a trifle, You know, I, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit more information there. I think it's too broad. Too broad for me to make a definitive, give you a definitive answer. Brunch is not bad, but it is dramatically overrated. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I, I can't agree with that. It's like this it's- whole... It's like a late breakfast more it's than it's just out. late breakfast. It's really not. It's not. It's it's called lazy people. <laughs> Sleepings. Uh, yeah, it's very overrated. I'll give you two more. Uh, nuts in chocolate is really really wrong. I love nuts in chocolate. <laughs> Matt always. My, Matt always buys me the um, hazelnut chocolate from Aldi. And I've even, dare I say, I've even gone to the dark side. When I say the dark side, I mean like old people's side. I don't even mind a bit of a fruit nut. <laughs> <laughs> A, you know what it is? It's the fruitcake of chocolate. It's like dense. It's got like sultanas and crap in there. You're like, what when is this? When I was little, I was like, that is that. That's not even chocolate, man. That but is. I have to, speaking of that, I don't know what it is about fruitcake, but if I taste a good fruitcake, I, I go nuts. <laughs> I am polishing at least like a slab. Like just a eat, really good. Just eat it. Dark, <laughs> moist. Spongy, they're all right with custard. Oh no, you just lost me. (laughs) (laughs) Last one. Okay. Last one. Uh, Hang on. Oh, I have no idea about this and I have no opinion on it, but it literally says Taylor Swift doesn't have any award worthy albums. (gasps) False. What's the best album? Well, they're all different. Do you know they're all very they're they're all very different. Uh I do. I do, and I'm just trying to sort of file through them. I think she's got five albums. Um there there's red and so this is where she sort of went really pop. Um Reputation. And the one before, oh, 1989. That's my favourite. 
Oh, okay. No, it's yeah, 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 yeah. How could I even is not? It, yeah. That's is that when she was born? Is she 31? Yeah. Oh, she's much older than I thought. Well, when she, she would have been, when she launched her career, she would, have been, she would have been a lot younger, but she's been around for ages now. Five um, albums, that's, that is a lot. I think, I think it's about, I think it's about five. Well, Salsa, on that note, I think it is time for a wrap, but I thought there were some really interesting things that we spoke about there. Always. But I could talk we, about political correctness forever, to be honest with you. Oh, we, we always do. Mm. But we, because, we, we give the edited version to... <laughs> and truth be told, if we were to show our true colours, mm. um, from my opinion, I'm fairly anti-PC. Like I, I like the way that things are. Yeah. Like I, I like, I, I get words that as need to change. As, for... And I think you hit the nail on the head. As long as there's, it's not mean spirited. Mm. But I think that it's just, it's too open ended, and the risk of offence is too high. That is why they have cracked down on everything so hard. Mm. Well, good luck in that brave new world. I don't want to live there. People's thresholds are different. <laughs> on that note friend All right. um, see ya Have a good is there week. anything else you need to let me know about so much more we'll save it for another episode two happy thumbs up <laughs> enjoy the rest of your week Salsa you too, bro. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.